ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. We host the Holderness Family Podcast every Tuesday. You may know us from the silly videos that we make online. Or a book about marriage called Everybody Fights. Or as winners of season 33 of The Amazing Race. Still can't believe that happened. Listen, we do a lot of stuff, but our podcast is our most favorite thing. Yeah, because every week we get to sit down face-to-face, talk to each other about marriage, family, mental health, or just anything that we want to know more about. Sometimes we have expert interviews, sometimes it's just us, but our goal is to bring some joy and laughter into your life every week. Our other goal is that maybe you will learn something as well. Right. So search the Holderness Family Podcast and check out our most recent episodes. We have one about staying organized with creators of the Home Edit. And one about being diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. We hope you'll join us. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is the Cinema the podcast where we walk home from the movies. Uh, today, we are going to go see a movie, at, another movie at the Cork Film Festival. So it's the family gala, and it's the Irish premiere of Matilda the Musical, or Roald Dahl's Matilda the Musical. <laughs> the film adaptation of the stage adaptation of the book a- adaptation <laughs> of Roald Dahl's mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and we're going to bring our kids, which is exciting because we're recording this bit early. Um, and for the record, we've obviously both read the book Matilda's Kids, seen the original movie Matilda, and we've both seen the stage show in London. Yeah, we are well versed. We're primed for on this. Matilda. Um, I like Matilda. I like Matilda too. I was never a fan of the American movie as a kid. We had we had it on VHS. I need to. My go sister back to really watch it again, enjoyed it, but I. I remember being so taken out of it as a kid because they were American yeah, and I couldn't get past it. I agree, it didn't quite fit. As, as, as entertaining as Danny DeVito was as yeah, her father. Yeah, I'd like to watch it again now as an adult and see how it holds up. But um, Also, that little girl whose name I cannot remember, but she you know, she was also in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. She was a lovely actress. She, she was, was lovely, so cute. yeah. She was great casting. She had the little lisp. She was so sweet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to bring our kids today, which is exciting. And um, Was she in Hook as well? Or did I, I make that up? She was in like every kids' movie that year. You know the way kids get to be in everything, and then they get old and don't get to be in things anymore. <laughs> um, speaking of kid actors, though, the star of this Matilda is an Irish girl. Um, she's called Alicia Weir, I think, um, and she was cast out of like obviously thousands of auditionees for this. So that's a pretty big deal, and she's going to be at the premiere today, which is cute. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to seeing her and love that an Irish girl I'm, look- I'm looking forward to this we love that stage musical the songs uh, written by Tim Minchin the Australian comedian they are were very funny yeah, it was very really clever um, I look forward to hearing them again because I loved them at the time and kind of can't quite remember them I remember there brilliant. was um, my mummy says I'm a miracle uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and our kids are so excited particularly the five year old Oscar because we were saying like it's about a girl whose parents are naughty and her teachers are naughty yeah, and they're like oh my god and that's when you remember the joy of Roald Dahl Roald Dahl kids love that stuff all in, in Roald Dahl like um, uh, the, uh, the figures of authority are always the bad guys which is always kind of dark actually well I mean he's very renowned for being very yeah. dark and uh, and weird the um, figures of authority aren't always the bad guys not always often but often yeah. you know, the twits or the uh, they're very extreme anyway so I think kids love the, ex- the extremeness of them well we, wa- we watched the trailer of this for this with our boys and they could not believe 
Mrs. Trunchbull grabbing a girl by the hair <laughs> and swinging her into the bushes. She's like, she's naughty! Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, thrilling stuff. So, anyway, yeah. I'm excited to go and see it and we'll be back much later, probably without our kids because they tend to be very chaotic. They, uh, yeah, make them they don't, they don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't blame them because we're like, talk, put this in their face and now you talk! <laughs> um, right, so we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. This school is full of rebels. Yes. What is your name? Matilda. Matilda Wormwood. Matilda Wormwood. Criminals like you need a real lesson. Hi, we're back. We've seen Matilda the musical. Uh, as as promised, our kids are not here. They did, and we did check if they wanted to do a podcast, but they did not. They, but it was so sweet because on the train home, Oscar said, "I want to talk about the movie," and I said, "Oh, do you want to do the podcast?" He said, "No." I said, "Okay," and then he talked about the movie for like half an hour. Though he he loved it, loved it. Yeah. Now the two-year-old Elliot is too young. In fairness to him, he actually sat through a live-action movie, which I think is impressive at his age. But at one point, like I brought him out to the he toilet, and he said, "Why is this movie so weird?" <laughs> yeah, he did not. <laughs> He, he did not sit still, happening. though, towards yeah. the last... Uh, and also, about halfway through, he turned to me and says, Daddy, when is this movie over? <laughs> I uh, also think, though, in fairness to him, he's never sat through... Like, he only watches animation. So live action's quite a jump. Now, Oscar, on the other hand, was riveted, talked about it the whole way home, is obsessed by the fact that they met the girl. for reference. So they met yeah. her on the red carpet very briefly. She was so sweet. And he's like, wait, but her name's Alicia... But she's in the movie. What's happening? And like then, that's thrilling. That's then, absolutely thrilling. To it him. was really funny to try and explain the concept of an actor because then, <laughs> then afterwards he was saying, "Well, she has two names. Her name is Alicia and Matilda." <laughs> we were like, well, so sweet. Kind of. But yeah. Anyway, he loved it and is obsessed with it. And they both keep talking about Miss Trunchbull. And then they both talked about how much they loved Miss Honey. Like, it, so all the messages still resonate. It was really interesting as an adaptation of a stage play because the stage play has these really brilliant musical numbers and to see how they kind of translated that onto film was really interesting. I think like overall for me, I loved it. I was really happy. It was a brilliant family day out to go and see it. I think the young actress, Alicia, who our kids are obsessed with, is like phenomenal. Oh, you know she the way was so good. You're like, oh yeah, she's obviously going to be good. She's been cast out of thousands of kids. But like, she was... A brilliant singer she was able to act quite dark scenes quite happy scenes like dance scenes like she's incredible child actor i'll say that um there was some elements of it that didn't work for me though they, they've moved a fair bit away from some of the book points and into more kind of uh, imaginative kind of magical realism-y bits are, are you tell, Jerry, talking about the, the story that matilda is Matilda's telling kind to, of telling a story to a library the film. owner and for so me, is that they, not in the book? I can't remember. I don't think so. And I think for the 
the bits that always stuck out to me in the book when I was younger was like there was a load of interaction with her parents and her dad that's quite lessened in this they do they, they feel more sidelined yeah they're, in they're this honestly one. barely in the film yeah and then I agree the, the bit of her learning telekinesis is totally sidelined in this film no like in the it's, like Matilda should be at home practicing yes okay the I'll, books flying through the air like none of that's real I will agree in the um, in the book and in the American version in the 90s she figures that out a lot earlier like I remember her moving pencils and I just and feel like, like they left straight to bedroom. that so they bypass it does happen later yeah like I take it it's an adaptation of a stage musical it's a different thing I still love the overall package but for me, I think, like, especially watching it with young, like a five-year-old who's struggling to understand it, I think all the scenes that were kind of in Matilda's imagination were distracting from the plot. And I know that's intentional because they're trying to show that Matilda is, like, trying to escape her life. Yeah, for, con- for context... to watch. For context, we'll explain it. So, yeah. so th- and there's no spoilers, by the way, until we get to Spoiler Street. But, um, yeah, Matilda is telling a story that she is coming up with um, day, like each day she adds more to the story and and so there's this plot thread where three or four times she is talking to a librarian you know her friend um, and telling her this story and and you know it's a it's a construct a visual construct which we are very familiar with me and Kathy as and adults would be as audience members where someone's telling a story and then you see the story come to life mm-hmm. and then you see her and the librarian sort of as part of the story so it's a visual imagining of this Story that's being verbally told, but Whereas to I, a kid, it's like to a five-year-old, yeah, I think he was totally thrown yeah. with because his sense of what's real and what's not real is hard to distinguish. Yeah. Anyway, when he thinks that the girl he met is Matilda, I also right? think it like it kind of downplayed Matilda's like actual living situation because that was all too fantastical. But that was kind of my only. I don't agree. With it. But b- back to before we get into such specific details, what's yeah. like your overall feeling about the film? I absolutely adored it. Aww. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I cried. I cried too. From but I cried not only at the bits that I should normally cry have cried at, but I cried like basically from the very beginning of this movie, when her first song and and I think just the oppressive. The, the 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 sheer fact of this girl living in these conditions where she's like a bit like Harry Potter, you know, is just like unloved and like is finding like um, sanctuary and escape through through books is such a beautiful thing that it started to make me cry. Now I think I am particularly fragile today because I'm really hungover, <laughs> and it's I th- so I don't think I don't think if I'd seen this film under different I circumstances. Seeing it with their kids, it would have had really such an yeah. I was I'm like saying. our like thing is like we want our kids to love cinema so much, and we made such a big deal about it today, and they did love it, and they were so excited, and they were talking about it all weekend, and that just made me like resonate more emotionally with it same and it was just lovely it was a lovely setting we watched it in the Everyman uh, theatre in uh, in Cork City and the uh, so it's an old theatre like, and the music was fantastic so I, I don't know it was just I was I was loved it I mean as I've gotten older I've come to appreciate musicals more and more mm-hmm. um, and then now it's one of my favourite genres I mean Tim Minchin's like like the songs are just phenomenal like I know you already referenced like my mummy says I'm a miracle but the one that they all sing like when, when I, I grow, grow up, up god it's gorgeous and then Miss Honey had her own song so Miss, Miss Honey's Honey song had me in floods of tears yeah. and and um because it was just so beautiful and Lashana Lynch She's is brilliant. really uh, it's a lovely lovely performance I mean and it's they a- have incredible chemistry together her and Matilda so that like you know they always had like the lovely sweet relationship at the core of the book and like yeah 
seeing Matilda and Miss Honey just makes me so happy. I, I and was, I love that our little boy said that their teacher was like Miss Honey. Now, in fairness, our question was, is it is your teacher like Mrs. Trenchville or Miss Honey? So <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah, hopefully yeah. it had only one route to go there. But like they loved her. Matilda and her had incredible chemistry. I also think Emma Thompson, fair play to her, I mean, was brilliant. Miss, Miss, Trunchbull. Miss Trunchbull is the best role. Uh, you yeah. know, and it was the best. It's it's the star role on uh, in the stage musical. You know, it's, it steals the show, and Emma Thompson just fills those massive, weird iron platform boots per- <laughs> perfectly. I just and what I really appreciated about this movie as well was so Emma Thompson just fantastic as you'd expect, um, but the, the the production design of it, like the, the where this location that they got to fill in for the school. And all the interiors are, you know, um, made to look like a prison. Um, and it is very <laughs> op- effectively And the choky looks so scary. Oh, the choky is remember, so yeah. good. Um, and that is, the choky is just the most rolled out thing ever. And Matilda, right? is, as well as being all the other th- great things you said about the little actress playing her, she's also got a really good, like, feisty nature about her, which really comes to the fore in the school. And she's also when she a sings that song, naughty. a little bit yeah. naughty, and she starts being naughty. And uh, which, of course, our kids loved. Like, that's someone singing about being naughty. So, like, all that was... Do you know, I don't know that we need to go to spoiler shoot on this one. Like, I mean, the only other thing I'm going to say, like, the point of difference from, like, what I remember the book as in the previous one to now is... I felt like there had been a lot more pranks to get Miss Hiddleston's dad in the older stuff than this. Agreed, that's downplayed Now, I think they were trying to be... I think, in fairness, they were trying to have a bit of a message of, like... Hello. It's probably not really nice here. to show her playing loads of awful pranks against her parents, and I think they tried to slightly reduce that, probably for those reasons. But it took away a bit of the fun that the dad. You know, I'm not going to go into spoilers, but it took a bit of the fun out for me of like that the dad didn't get all those pranks played on him. That's kind of what I was looking forward to because I thought that would be quite fun. I mean, it's not the key. Look, the the, the key part of the the story that the, this this version hones in on is the school Trunchbull and Miss Honey and the sort of relationship of all those things. And that's where I think that the, the, the story that Matilda was telling, how that kind of came together at the end just didn't really make sense for me. Oh, really? Well, it kind of implied that... Do you want to go into spoilers? Okay, we'll go to spoilers. Okay, so spoilers, brief, brief, brief spoilers. spoilers now for yeah. Matilda the Musical. But I will say, um, before we do that, do, do, try and try and watch this movie. I think it's a fun one for kids. Oh, it's so fun, yeah. Five and up. Uh, it's really fun for grown-ups it's very funny and charming yeah it's lovely and lovely and it's coming to Netflix I think well I think it's in cinemas as well Netflix logo was up there but it's in cinemas so we're slightly confused by what's happening with it go to the cinema it's a a good one it's a really good family day I'd say now just one spoiler Um, so there was always a plot right that like Miss Trunchbill was actually Miss Honey's aunt and she stole in her house from her and like potentially killed the dad yeah Magna I do do remember Magnus and the the chalkboard and Quentin Blake's illustrations always stand out to me I always remember that as well with the the chalkboard yeah but like I don't think by any means was Matilda having vivid um, prophetic hallucinations about the whole thing so you think and I think what bothered me at the end is like that okay so Matilda's Psychic? She's precog. She's a precog. Yeah. Like I just think they added too many layers into it. And so you, so I'm just is that not so in it? I don't. I really don't remember. No, that's not oh, okay. in it. Like, like it. There's. N- I just don't understand why they added that layer in because I think what it undermined was that that ver- that storyline. And I totally kind of like the idea of like a sad child who loses themselves in storytelling because it like lifts them out of their current situation. I get I, all that. that. Got to me that. as well. Yeah. But but ultimately, if the film is supposed to be about 
Matilda being super clever, Matilda having telekinesis, which was the coolest thing when I was a kid that I thought about it, and her relationship with Miss Trunchbull and Miss Honey. Why add in this? I would say 40 minutes of the film is filled with something that's not happening in the film, and that is like implying that Matilda's psychic. And I just don't know that they needed to add more. It's a very rich story. I, I don't know. I like it, I want to see more Matilda at home with her parents, more Matilda practicing telekinesis, maybe more Matilda just like interacting with the other kids. Can I drill down into this a little bit? Is it? Do you have an issue with the multiple fantasy uh, sort of storytelling? I was really bored stuff? by them. I was right, really so, bored. So your by issue them. is with them, not not that. Um, so if if Matilda, if it had just been a story and hadn't been a prophetic psychic, yeah, vision, I, when it when you it actually, okay with it. No, I was still bored by right. them. So I see. I actually were, like, loved. Cool the, I really loved all that stuff. They were cool sequences, and it was an interesting story. But I kept being like, "But what? What's this got to do with the film I'm watching?" Well, it's and just, then by virtue of, but then when they linked them together, I was even more confused. So I was like, "But it was such a fantastical story. There's no way that happened, Miss Honey." And also, so Matilda's psychic <laughs> now, and then that's just, and then that's just all kind of wrapped up very quickly, and it's just. If it was weird I can't describe it I found it very strange but they, but they perfectly uh, described Matilda you know Brintilda's brains are coming at her ears and, and you know squishing because she's got so much brain I mean if she's telekinetic I'm it's like it's just a, a hop skip and a Charles Xavier school of gifted children <laughs> away from no, I I, get also that. being psychic but I think the other point and again it's because I was literally watching it through a five year old eyes because he was on my lap and he was asking me questions he didn't even understand that Matilda moved that cop that hit Mitch Trunchbill's head well I will because they so unestablished her telekinetic abilities that like he thought Mitch Trunchbill moved it and I mean and also it is another it is an extra leap for a five year old to be like okay so so what you're seeing now is just Matilda telling a story that she's uh, in that she's in So, but she's not it's just a story and then and she even says he was quite confused by this on the train home he even said uh, she even says to the librarian Oh, don't worry. Like it's it's just a story. So that's what Oscar took. It's just a story, and then later it's like, no, the story's real. That's what I mean. So I'm like, it's that like- <laughs> last bit was a step too far for yeah, me. It's too, well, it's too much for a child. It's I'm- too much for me. I said, yeah, wait, okay. sorry, Miss Honey's mom was an acrobat, and her dad was an escape holiday. Dynamite striped to her yeah. head. Uh huh. And every bone and in her body broke. And the evil stepsister had a contract. It and a contract like, is a contract. It just was like, it was way beyond. Now, I'm not letting that hold me up in my love for this movie and enjoyment because I really had it. It just was like, I think they're trying so hard to not make it just the original text. Well, look, and I think sometimes like the original text is quite good. What I'm really pleased they changed from the last movie is the last movie, the scene where Miss Trunchbull makes Bruce eat the cake is very distressing and I always hated it. In this and on the stage play... Because they they turn that into a song. It's seen as a moment piece. of of a revolution as well because he's successful, just, right? Yeah, he. I think it's he almost like def, it's almost defiant. He was always successful though, but 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 there he's was just so, that '90s framing of like, ooh, look, this kid's fat, and now he's going to eat loads, and it just felt really mean. Yeah. Whereas now it's like turned into because it's turned into a musical, it took the meanness out of it, and the kid wasn't like. The kid was kind of... Enjoy- like, it was just a different vibe, and I, I prefer that a take on it. The other thing is I'd have loved to see more of Jun just, like, in the school. But because there was so many musical numbers, we rarely saw just the kids in the school. And I think this is partially the problem of adapting a stage play back into a film, is, like, there's probably a bit too many songs in it. Yeah. 
Um, it's a bit overstuffed. I mean, look, I hear, I hear you, and look, I'm sorry this stuff didn't work for you. I took no issue with any of it. <laughs> no, yeah, I th- I mean, honestly, I thought it was perfect. It's only because we're talking about it now, to be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, and the um, um, and they're all like, by the way, they're all like, they're just editorial decisions that you liked and I didn't. They're not actual criticisms of a film. It's just our sensibilities of like what we enjoy I never tend to enjoy fantastic you don't, yeah you, exactly you don't like I'm always like but what's happening in the film but I thought I, like, thought, I don't even want to hear like if Dave tries to tell me about his dreams like I won't listen I don't care you're, you're, you're much more literal minded and you want plot and um, you don't want sort of uh, visual metaphors or, or anything like that I just Where, don't want dream that's fine. sequences yeah yeah, no, yeah that's fine like, Whereas I always I, take you out of a movie and make you think what am I watching well, I felt I felt I don't know I loved it all and I, I, I felt like I really ad- admired the, the movie's commitment to these ideas of sort of individual expression freedom yeah and you know and revolution you know that's that's ultimately what this, this is stuff, weirdly yeah. this uh, film pairs really well with Andor on Disney Plus. <laughs> You're just, just kind of doing the same. I'll, br- I'll bring it in anyway, but it's the same thing. And I loved um, my. I think one of my favorite songs in this, from a, a lyrics point of view, is Miss Trunchbull's big number um, about you know that, the children. The children are revolting. <laughs> you know, it's like um, Elliot to the toilet. That's the downside of bringing a two-year-old to the cinema. You have to keep leaving and missing the film. And I, and I think that's the joy of. Um, yeah, I had to take him to. I missed the end as well. He went twice. <laughs> the, now we give him a big old orange juice so it's our fault really um, so the um, I think the the, the the musical numbers in this are a joy they're, they're very amazing, yeah. very clever there's a lot of wordplay in it and I love um, that bit when um, Matilda's I Want song and I can't remember how it goes was overlaid with when I grow up and like she was singing in sync and yes. like the little kid that, who ended what, up what on is that? that that musical thing that you know you, you, you bring in three the three or four recurring numbers and they all overlap they all overlap I love whatever it whatever the name for that really is well. it's fantastic because we saw the um, the Groundhog Day musical when we lived in London that Tim Minchin had done the music oh, for oh so good as well sure it lived and bombed but we had thought that it was brilliant and the the music overlaying in Groundhog Day as the days were overlapping was so cool. I wish that hadn't been cancelled. But yeah, the the sequence that when I grew up was a sequence that our kids particularly love because you see like a kid on a motorbike and like a kid flying a plane and like that's just all super fun stuff. And the bit at the end that Oscar loved was when the school like when Miss Honey becomes the headmistress and then the school turns from this like prison into like a just fun a fun fair. fair. Yeah. And um, oh, naturally, of course, like that's what your school <laughs> yeah. would become, yeah. and um, that was just thrilling for them. And that's what I love that this film was made with kids in mind of like, what if you asked a kid, like, what could your school turn into? It would have been that. Yeah. And I also love that you could tell that all the young actors are basically just like brought to a fun fair and filmed, having the best days of their lives. Like, so it just felt like, and even when she was speaking on stage beforehand, the actress was like, I made so many friends, I had the best time. It just like seemed like a lovely experience for all the kids involved. I think, I think it's a great, uh, it's a great kids film. It looks, it's, it's also a really good adaptation, and it has to be an adaptation of, of a book and a musical. Yeah, I think that's it tricky. does, and both also of them trying really to, well. um, whoever wrote it trying to put their own stamp on it and also there was a lot of adults there without kids you know it's not just a kids movie like we all know and love um, Matilda probably as kids so um, yeah totally recommend also uh, just to come back to and look we didn't even talk about Stephen Graham and Andrea Riseborough but they're obviously but uh, I think their characters were so kids yeah, but, as their parents but their characters were so undercooked 
that I barely noticed. Yeah, they're a little it. bit background. But what, it was, what a waste of Stephen Graham. Like another thing I really appreciated though was the, you know the, just back to the the set design and all that. Their house was so spot on. This gaudy sort yeah. of over the top sort of um, you know uh, un- unclassy sort of. It was like basically if Donald Trump lived in a semi-D three bed. <laughs> that's what it would look like. And you know? also the the really interesting kind of bit that I always remember from the book is like the dad has the hat ripped off and then he's like bald and and where this film did take a different turn is like at the very end Matilda like uses her I guess she's now a wizard her magic abilities to unglue the glue off his hat and she hands it back to him and they have this really nice moment and I was like actually as a message for kids it was really nice that Matilda kind of did that like I think she found, they found some common ground they in the found end common ground and she didn't yeah. I guess because my kids are watching and I'm glad she didn't brutalise her parents as much but the inner child in me is like go and rip his hat off like you, you did before do you know <laughs> yeah. um, but like I think like I wouldn't I cannot believe they cast Stephen Graham and like I could barely understand him with the false teeth in and he was in about four scenes I thought he like, was having a lot now of the scene where he like threw her into the attic room and stuff like that was probably scary this is where the telekinetic stuff really bothered me because basically the first proper instance we see of it with her is he throws her into the room there's like a full waste paper, paper bin then she goes into one of her like mad dream sequences and then when she comes out of it the bin's all crushed and I'm like that is not like no one watching that who doesn't already know she's telekinetic and isn't like an adult would understand that she crushed that while she was in this fever dream do you know what I mean? Like, show me Matilda you learning how to do it. such an issue with the dreams. That's such an issue. But look, I'm, I... Show I, me Matilda moving a pencil in the I air. Will take your, I will take your point that the film uh, didn't do enough to bring its younger audiences on some of the expositional storytelling. It's almost like they'd assume that they knew yeah. the story already, but they won't have. I'll agree with you there. But, uh, but personally, I thought the sequence you're describing where I was very affected by it her was being thrown into the room yeah. and then imagining a father figure who would rescue her I know I mean moment. I was that bawling made me cry as well yeah. um, and and then weaving the reality of what she'd done into the story it's all very clever you and know why I'm being pedantic why I'm like all these people on the internet who's like who that's not really how it was in the with, book yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm I, you can't help it when you've read a book too much I know and you, you that's all it is I'm just being pedantic if I'd never seen that or read that I wouldn't have any of these issues I, so you know I you, should act, you should actually go online and let all the actors know <laughs> personally that they got it wrong and yeah, they ruined your childhood I should yeah yeah I think that's only right um, anyway thank you everyone for listening we hope you go get to see the film and enjoy it and if you haven't already done so head over to our Patreon where we do loads of retro movie reviews. Uh, we we're watching Hook. We're watching Hook. Another classic kids film. Uh, we're watching Love is Blind. We've done some spoilerific episodes on Love is Blind season three. Dave's doing live, an episode Live stream on of Andor, Andor will or will not have happened so when this is coming <laughs> out. It probably is already up. Um, and we're watching loads of other things including like White Lotus and all that good stuff on TV. So come and find us there. Come find us on Letterboxd at the Cinema Isle. Yeah. Uh, and, and on Twitter if at the cinema that's still there and Twitter at the cinema and the cinema at gmail.com if you'd like to send us an email and say hello see you there bye, bye. see if that child is still alive ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend 
What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Orphan, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.